You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to Single Fathers Today. I'm your host, Mark Hill. This podcast is geared towards single dads who've gone through the process of divorce, been awarded custody of their kids, uh, or going through the process, and you currently have temporary custody of your kids, and you're trying to figure out uh, how do I go forward being a good father towards my kids and raising raising the kids and being the best parent that you can be. If you have any questions or comments related to your show, please send an email to singlefatherstoday at gmail.com or take a look at the Twitter feed at singlefatherstoday. Today's show is going to talk about closing a chapter. Uh, closing a chapter, uh, to me, it's, it's another experience that I've dealt with recently. Um, and this is something that's kind of work that was work related. Uh, as you guys know, my, the background of my story, um, you know, single dad, uh, for over a decade, um, raised three girls. Um, each one had different scholarships. One had academic scholarship. One had, um, uh, athletic scholarship. And the other one had a creativity scholarship. So each one of them has their own different skill sets. Each one has their own different talents. Uh, this is going to be a busy, busy year for me. Actually, a busy month because, uh, two of the three are going to be graduating, um, this coming, uh, in May, April, May timeframe. Um, you know, during this graduation season, um, the oldest one kind of took the scenic route <laughs> to get to where she's at right now. But the important thing is she got there. So I'm, it's, it's nothing negative against her. Everyone has their own different processes. I took the military route to get to where I'm at in life. And she just, she took the college route, but she just took a couple extra little uh, detours along the way. So that's how she ends up graduating the same time as the middle one. So just to give you how harrowing it's going to be, I have to fly from one town to another town to go to her graduation. Then the next morning I have to catch another flight to come back to go to another graduation. So two graduations within a 24-hour time period and flying across country. So that's going to be fun. Um, for the topic of the show, changing the chapter or uh, changing or closing the chapter, um, I was talking to my middle daughter. And actually, um, I was listening to a song. And I will put it on a Twitter, fa- on a Twitter page. And I don't know if you guys have listened to it. I'm sure someone probably has. Uh, it's the it's from Stevie Wonder, and the album is from uh, Songs of the Key of Life. And the name of the song is called As. Now, if you have some people that they know Songs of the Key of Life, that album, but there's a couple other songs that Stevie Wonder had on the album. It's probably one of the great albums of all time. But if you listen to the song As, um, you have to really read the words to the song. Um, for me, I do. And I always get emotional when I hear it because it was something that my mother would play for me and she would sing it a little bit, but mainly she would, when she was in a certain mood, I could kind of feel that energy from her and she would play that song. And it's something that I shared with my daughters 
And it basically talks about how the person in the song, he's talking to his, uh, I use it as he's talking to his kids. It could be a lover. It could be um, a child. Anyway, it can go in any different direction, but it basically talks about how much he loves this person, how much, you know, he enjoyed, how much to let that person know how much I love you. And in the chorus, it talks about all the different things, you know, I love you and, you know, I love you always. And it goes, you know, as long as the, um, the, the world is turning and just a whole bunch of series of things. And I don't know the whole, all the different lists. It just goes through all of it. Um, if you haven't heard it, I would definitely recommend you guys listen to it for me. Even to this day, I still get choked up when I hear that song. So I was telling my middle daughter about it. Um, and the reason why I mentioned it to her was I was discussing about how proud I am of her and of all, of all of them, but of her. And then later on, uh, my oldest daughter, because those are two that I get ready to graduate. It's a chapter that's closing. It's you have the if you look at it from a book, you have the elementary chapter, the junior high chapter, the high school chapter the college chapter. And for those two, that college chapter is closing. And then a new book's going to open up, which is called, you know, the post post college or going into life. And I just wanted to let them know as, as this chapter is closing, I want to let them know how much I love them. And I think a lot of the fathers that are out there, if you've gone through this, you, as your kids are going through college and coming out of college, you know how that is like a chapter closing. Just like when they left high school, it's a chapter closing. Just like when you completed your divorce, a chapter's closing. You know, so just like when they left Head Start or kindergarten and went to the first grade, it's a chapter that's closing. Another milestone. So I played this song and uh, I sent them the link. And it's to me, it's a very powerful song because it kind of embodies everything that you think about from when they were a little kid, your hopes and dreams when you were still in that relationship with that significant other, how you had your dreams planned for them. It didn't quite work out the way you had it planned, but the one thing was still constant or should have been constant, your love for your kids. And then the song kind of lets them know as they're transitioning because they know that chapter's closing as well. And for some kids coming out of college, they go to a panic mode because it's like, oh, my God, I'm no longer there with my mother and father. What do I do? And they feel as if they kind of abandoned or left alone. And you just say, look, I'll always be with you. I love you. I will always be with you. Until and then they, he goes through in the song all these different things. And as you really think about it, if you listen to the words, you think about it, it's like those things are always going to be there. They're not going to change the way he has it set up. Is like, you know, until the, the oceans replace the, replace the mountains and the mountains replace the oceans, it's never going to happen. So it's his way of saying, I love you always. And that's something that you want to let your kids know that even though they transition from one stage of life into the other, that one book is closing to a different book and open up a new book, you're always going to be there. You're always going to love them no matter what. And when I played it, and I'm sitting at work, and 
I had a conversation with middle daughter because my oldest one, I think she was either working or she was sleeping. So I wasn't able to get a hold of her until later on during that day. And as I'm playing this song and I'm getting worked up and I'm, I'm trying to focus on work, but I'm getting emotional and <laughs> don't laugh. It's kind of like when you see these, these movies, how you feel like there's like a big bright light that comes around you. And I do believe in, and I'll touch on this, that there is something beyond life. And I do feel that there's angels all around you because there's no way in hell I would have made it as long as I have, if I didn't have angels around me. Um, you know, my mother used to say, God protects babes and fools. And I can attest I was both. So, <laughs> but as I'm working, I just feel this and I'm thinking about my mother at the time and I just see this light, just bright light around me. And it's like, okay, that must be my mother. Uh, Kind of like her way of saying, you did a good job. You're doing the right things. And you have to nurture your kids. So let me pull the car back on the road. But the point that I'm making as far as closing that one chapter and going to and opening a new chapter, you play the role in that. And I talk about it in a positive aspect. But if things didn't go well for them and it goes on a negative road, not to crap on anyone that's done things the wrong way, if something comes up in a negative element or a negative mode role, that's on us too. So the question becomes, what do you want the ending of that chapter to be for your kids? Do you want it to be a positive chapter or you know, closing to a, uh, on a positive side or on a negative side? I choose to make it on the positive side. I think a lot of dads want to be on the positive side. Um, I did one podcast where I said I've never seen a kid or I never heard a kid say they wanted to be a drug dealer, wanted to be a prostitute, you know, wanted to be a, uh, a crackhead. Never seen it. Never heard it. And I'm sure I've never heard a dad. I, I, I've never heard a dad say, I want my kids to be pieces of shit. I want my kid to be a meth head. No. I've I've never heard it. And if somebody was to tell me that, I'd be like, what kind of person are you? You know, so to me, it's like you want to make sure that you plant the proper seeds and you get your kids to a, to a standpoint in life to where when that chapter's closed and they move to a new and they open up a new chapter or a new book in their life, it's something of a positive nature. So they can push the envelope to be better people in the society and better citizens and um, to where when people look back at you and say, you know what? Yeah, they did a good job in awarding the kids to you. Which, as I was making that last statement, which brought a new little light bulb I'm surprised that my engineer didn't say, hey, the lights just got brighter or he might be smelling some smoke right now. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, well, the alarm, the smoke alarm hasn't gone off yet, so that's good. The, the point I'm making is this. Um, when I had my attorney in here and he talked about how, um, how the courts, even you know, in his years, the court says everything is equal, but he knows it's not. 
when they award custody to a father, and, and just think about this for a minute, the majority of the time, the women get the kids. When they award custody of the kids to the father, wouldn't you think that the court's probably watching to see how you're doing with your kids? Just think about that for a moment. Because it's kind of like, okay, we'll give the kids to him to see what happens. If things work out, okay, that's fine. He's an anomaly. If it doesn't work out, see, I told you, they need to go with their mother. Now, if you think about all the dads that have, all you guys that do have custody of their ki- of your kids, wouldn't you kind of think the court's kind of watching you and using you as an example going forward to say, is this a proper path for us to take? And as you go, as your kids go through life and they close that one chapter and that one chapter comes out to be something positive, the court may say, okay, yeah, he had it when they were in elementary school and they went well, they did real well in elementary school. Okay, that chapter's closed, but now we're going to watch and see what he does with them in junior high. Cause in junior high, it's a lot more, more, uh, challenging because they're going from that young age to that teenage years where they start to get a little lippy, a little bit mouthy, a little bit more complex. And yes, if my three are listening, yes, you guys were lippy and mouthy, especially the prodigal child and you know which one you are. <laughs> So as they go through that particular stage in junior high, wouldn't you think the court's kind of watching? Because even then, you may still go in the court back and forth with your ex as you're trying to negotiate parenting time, um, payments. Um, you know, the ex may say, well, he's not doing this with the kids. He's not making sure they get the piano lessons, basketball lessons, ballet lessons, whatever. And the court's kind of watching you and saying, okay, let's see what happens here. But you do a good job with the kids. Now that chapter's closed, okay? Elementary, junior high, high school. Let's see what happens in high school because that's where the big challenge is. That's where the majority of the of the, the involvement in parents with kids drop off in high school. I think it's more like 50 to 60%. And that's where everyone goes to their major transition in life. So you're going through that particular stage, but you're staying the course. Court's going to be watching. But you stay the course of the kids and you see them and you see the kids thrive. You see some that fall off and the ones that fall off, they're going to go back to the parent and then they're going to say, see, we shouldn't have done that. We should have left the kids with her. But if you're one of those guys that says, I'm going to do the right thing by my kids, follow through sacrifices that you make as far as um, the long hours at work. If you got to do that, sometimes you have friends or family that will step in to help out relationships that, you know, do you really want to go and run with this woman over here that can do this and that for you? Or do you want to focus on the kids? And again, yes, I've been on both sides of that coin where it's like, okay, do I go chase over here or do I take care of my kids over here? I chose the kids. So, and the court's watching. And then you see that chapter close, especially when you have a job and you got to move from one location to another or one part of the country to the other court gets involved. What's the status of the kids? How are the kids? How's this going to affect the kids? Are they thriving? How are they doing in school? What are their grades? What activities are involved in? I had to go through all that information, all that stuff with the courts. And even then the court was like, Hmm, okay, we're going to keep an eye on him. But then all three of them made it through high school. That chapter's closed.
Now, in most cases, once they turn 18, they're done. You don't care what they do. But if you stay involved and they all get into college, that's another chapter. How are they going to handle college? And for my case, two of my three are going to close that chapter. The third one will close her chapter in two more years from now. So as I come back to that song, you think about all the stuff that you've done. And your kids may not know everything that you've done because there's a lot of things that my kids just found out recently, the sacrifice that I made, the things that I could have done, but I didn't. You know, the times when I didn't have anything, but I managed to make things happen for them. And they're looking at it and acknowledging it. And as they go through this next phase in life, that question lingers out there. Are you still going to be there? Because now I'm on my own. Are you still going to love me, dad? And that's where that song comes into play. I'm going to love you always. As this and this and this and this, I will love you as this and this and this. And I don't know the full lyrics of it, but um, if you ever listen, Stevie Wonder, Songs of the Key of Life is the album. The name of the song is called As. And it is, um, like I said, every time I play it, I just hear my mother talking to me as she did way back when, when she first played this song for me. And now I'm taking that and I'm passing it on to them. So if you're in that mode as a single dad, and even if you don't have custody of your kids, and you're still struggling, you're still fighting, you're still doing everything you need to do, don't quit. Because they will see that, they will sense it, and they will know. Because eventually your kids are going to get to the point in life where they're not under the quote-unquote rule of your ex, your ex's family, and they're going to have to have a decision to make. And eventually, just like the light went off in here with me coming up with this thought, it'll come up with them as well. And there's been some cases where some kids will say, I realize the wrong that my mother did, the selfishness of my mother and her family. Some of them, maybe not so much, but you have to stay the course. And again, as that chapter closes and a new one opens, you have to let your kids know that you're always going to be there for them because there will come a time when they're going to want to look at you and say, hey, this is what I need to do. And if you have an unconditional love and you know that other side's playing games, you got to have an unconditional love to say, you know what, I'm going to fight for my kids. Because if I don't, who will? So as we come to wrap up this show, I do highly recommend it. I will actually, I will kind of post that. Um, I'm going to post it now because even though it is not the show, the show has not aired yet. It will be sitting on the Twitter page. I had one person tell me, it's like, dude, you talk about you got Twitter all the time, but I don't see crap up there. So I'm going to put something on there right now. It'll be there when you guys check it out. So yeah, uh, you you have a Twitter and uh, you have a bird. You got to tweet. tweet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tweet, tweet. Yes, I do have a bird. So I got to do all of that. Thank you very much. So, as we come to wrap up this show, uh, I just want to let everyone know that this is Mark Hill. You are listening to Single Fathers Today. If you have any questions or comments related to the show, send an email to singlefatherstoday at gmail.com or check out the Twitter feed at Single Fathers Today. And I want you guys to hang in there 
and keep doing the positive things you're doing and keep fighting. Mm-hmm.